right, welcome to another episode of the 28-3 podcast. This is going to be our Panthers preview episode. Corey, you've got a uh, lovely Panthers-colored blue shirt on. Why don't you start us off? Yeah, um, can't wait for this uh, divisional clash of the Titans. Uh, you know, coming off of the uh, the loss we just had, you know, you got to think we can pull this one out, right? Um, what do you think it feels like trading the number one overall pick back for Bryce Young in addition to the pick last year, in addition to DJ yeah, Moore? they're in a bad place. Whew. I mean, there's no – look, they're in – and fire their coach after how many games? Well, it's the third Ten? the third coach they fired, you know, in season. Well, uh, it's Michael Jordan, Sam Bowie. You know, but uh, look, it it's that it you want to, you know, Shroud. the obvious idea is that, OK, the one and 11 Panthers are coming in second straight home game. Uh, we sh- we didn't get the win. We showed a lot of negative developments in the Lions game, but we also showed some positive de- developments with the ability to move the ball. Uh, red zone success. Now, you know, the biggest change is that more than likely we're recording this before we know anything definitive with Derek Carr, but I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to know that he's probably not playing against the Panthers. Um, So you're looking at Jameis, and can he move the ball consistently enough? Because the only way – we all know that the way to keep bad teams in it is by turning the ball over. So Mm -hmm. does Jameis get overzealous and throw the patented Jameis Winston INTs? or Yes. Uh, do they keep it more close to the chest and he's playing ball control when it's a, more of a heavy dose of Taysom? Well, here's a question for you, and uh, Nick brought this up offline. Do you feel better about the fortunes of the Saints after the Lions game than you did going into the game? No. Okay, so you do you feel the same, pretty much? I feel the exact same. I am with you on that. <laughs> I agree 110%. I do not feel any better. Yeah. Because the first seven minutes were... <laughs> It was well, awful. It's the first seven minutes, but it's also that we we have followed the same exact uh, model that we followed the whole year. I mean, it pissed me off to no end after last game when Dennis Allen's like, you know, we're just what we're, we're what are we going to do? We're going to keep chopping wood, and eventually we'll break through. You can't use the word eventually when you got five games left, dude. Yeah. Okay. You can't say chopping wood because you haven't chopped wood yet. You can't keep chopping wood. Did he say if, chop wood? Yeah, we're going to keep chop wood. We're keep it's, chopping. It's, That's it's, a Kirby. He stole that from my, my Georgia coach, Kirby Smart. Who, I, think, he, I think someone who, said it before Kirby, to be fair. No way. Yeah, not possible. But Kirby, Kirby used it with a winning team. Kirby's Kirby, interview was terrible, too, after the game. I didn't even, I didn't even watch. <laughs> I, I've detached from for, that. For, but, those who, for those who don't know, Corey is a uh, tried hard. and true, diehard yeah. Georgia he, Bulldogs. He I mean, deserves to be. He graduated from Georgia. One of those New Orleans kids that went to Georgia. I... So, you know, so you're a Saints fan, but you, you, excuse him you if have he's a to stick salty. with your mistakes. You got to stick is, with your uh, He's a little, he's a little salty after last weekend's games. So, well, yeah, we played like shit. The, the dogs did. Yeah, um, I still think Georgia is the best team in the country, though. Max does not, but that's for a different conversation. Back to this, I feel slightly better after the Lions game. I really felt that was the nail in Da's coffin coming at us that a lot of fans want. It looked like the blowout was coming where we gave up and we did not give a shit and the team was just going through the motions. And lo and behold, we come roaring back. And I honestly feel if Carr doesn't get injured, there's a high likelihood we win that game. It's not good enough still. um, But I thought this could be the season ender, the coach ender, the... Everything everybody's been hoping for. Did you really think they would fire him in season? If they no, got no, no, out? at the end of the season. Well, no, hold, hold on. Let me say this. So I experienced every range of emotion in the first quarter. 
So, like, going into the game, I'm like, man, you know, I can never root for them to lose. I really want them to do well. You know, this is maybe the game that we turn the corner, the offense clicks, the defense gets back to what it was in week one and two, and then we get down to 21 to nothing deficit. And at this point, I'm pissed off, but then I'm like, you know what? This is the worst thing. Well, hold on. I'm like, Christmas might be coming early here, because if this keeps going the way it's going and we get, like, a 50 – you know, fifty-six to to seven loss. That's I'm like, DA's fucking gone. Like Monday morning. I disagree with that, but he's gone at the end of the man. Season. If they look, if that game would have gone the way it was trending in that first quarter. Now, granted, none of these games ever do. It's like you know, a team jumps out to a big lead, the other team comes back. But for a second, for a slight second, for a small moment, I thought this was it, and we were just going to get the you know just run out of the building. Yeah. And at that point, they would have had no choice. But they were on pace for 84 points. Carmichael would have been, somebody would have been gone. Yeah. <laughs> like but, 160 I mean, at one point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, 70 has been scored this year in the NFL. So maybe, I was honestly thinking, looking at the scores. Sean uh, Payton. That's a Sean Payton after, reference. After the girls told Santa what they wanted for Christmas, I was looking, I was thinking, you know, like, I wonder if, you know, okay, Ben Johnson's thinking, all right, so McDaniel put 70 up in uh, Denver. Maybe I got to top him. You know, is, I wonder if that's going through his head right now. Because, I mean, 21 points in the first quarter, you got to be – that shit's going through your mind as an, as an aggressive offensive coordinator. But the reason I'm, I feel the exact same is, like I said, it's the same model. You know, like we play shitty against shitty teams, and then when a decent team walks into the building, like the, the Jaguars game is one example I'll use, we decide that we're going to – take a while to kind of get there but at the end of the day we're going to play up to our opponent and then make it interesting you know we've done that against the good teams this year the bad games have have come against you know what the bucks not necessarily a good team played down to them got our asses handed to us now we have the exceptions of uh beating the crap out of uh the patriots indy indy but by and large we followed the same model of, of like having a good spurt where you can point to one part of a game and say, if we could just do that the whole game, or if we could just do this the whole game, this followed the same exact model. And so I don't, I don't, it's nothing has changed. It's, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. That's the whole game. That's the whole year. And again, goes back to coaching. They don't, yeah, they and, don't have these guys playing consistently. And let me say this I'll answer my question. I don't feel any better because as you just laid it out, it's a coaching issue. Mm-hmm. We play up to the competition, we play down to the competition. And it's just the fact that we were able to come storming back. Mm-hmm. And as Nick has said, we looked like we were going to win that game. The yep. fact that we could do that against, you know, the second or third best team in the NFC shows that we can play with just about any team. We can't play with the 49ers. Like the 49ers, when everybody's healthy, that's yeah. the best team in the NFL and it's not even close. They just beat the shit out of the Eagles. It wasn't they, close. They kicked the they shit out of the Cowboys week before when the uh, you know when the Cowboys were, uh, were looking dominant. So They the, play again this week. That's actually a good game. The Eagles and the Cowboys, yeah. So yeah. The, to me, the 49ers are the clear-cut best team in the NFL when everybody's healthy. Yeah. They're winning the Super Bowl. Nobody's, nobody's beating them. The only games they lost were without Debo, McCaffrey nicked up, Trent Williams nicked up. Yeah. That's the only games they've lost. Yeah. They are... If they don't win the Super Bowl, it's because of injury or some fluke. Yeah. But so, yeah. we're but that, talking that's, about the rest of the NFL right now. Exactly. So my point right. is, the Saints proved that they can hang. Because, you know, we talked about this. To us, it's the 49ers are in their own category. Then there's a second tier. And that tier is probably like the Eagles, the Lions, Chiefs. the Cowboys, the Chiefs, you know, the Ravens, the Dolphins, teams like that. We can hang with that tier. 
And that's what pisses me off even more is it, they, they showed us they could come roaring back against a dominant offense. Yeah. And we slowed down this offense. Keep, keep, keep up with it, yeah. And we kept up with them. Yeah. And that's a big point to coaching because there's no consistency at all from week to week. And you, you perfectly laid it out. Yeah. That's how it's been the whole season. So yeah. to answer the question, I don't feel any better because it just reinforces what I already thought or what I already knew. Yeah. And also, too, you know, like I said, I mean, we said in the Vikings game, we came back. The people that were like, oh, well, look at the offense. Maybe look at Jameis. Uh, you know, we came or no, I'm sorry. People said, look at the defense being able to stop Minnesota. Well, Minnesota, that game, they were up by so much more later in the game that the offense wasn't trying to to be exotic. You know, they were parking the car. They were trying to run the clock out. They got a point in this game where the Lions, the Lions actually had to keep going. Keep going right. and, and, and our defense showed the Lions ability. Lions did not park the car. They didn't park the car. That's right. what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, I was encouraged. They, they did for, like, the second but part of the first quarter. Right. And into the second quarter, because I, I looked at the house, I'm like, oh, no. did Ben Johnson go take a shit or something? And then he came back, well, and he's he like, what the fuck? He could have. He t- could have taken a shit. He could have gone to the convenience store, got To be fair, they were averaging shot like soda. 10 yards a carry, like, and he tried to keep running the ball. And yeah, we, we woke up for a minute. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he, but, he took his foot off the gas. But my, yeah, my point is, I yeah. Don't know, dude. No, no, no. It's to your point, though. Like, they, they took their foot off the gas when they thought they should, when they were up by three touchdowns in the first quarter. But then, as we got it, as we made it closer and showed that, like, wait, this isn't just like a fluke, two touchdowns. We're making a game of it. They realized, okay, now we have to start stepping on it, and we still kind of managed to get stops. Yeah, and you know what? Though? I'm gonna give Nick. Let me give you this analogy because we were just talking about this the other day when Michigan was playing Iowa in the uh, conference championship the other day, and Terrible it's like game. we knew that once Michigan got that three nothing lead, that was the end of the game, and that they could basically just put it in cruise control. Yeah, I'm thinking the Lions literally they were up 21 nothing. They're like, "All right, cool. We can just kind of we can just kind of lay back a little bit. We'll run the ball. We'll run the ball. We'll establish the run. They're going to fuck up on their own." And we didn't. We came to life. Maybe for a drive. I agree with you until we got a 21-7. Yeah. And then as soon as it was 21-7, they they were throwing the ball, dude. We were stopping them. Our pass defense was not terrible. Yeah. It, it was good. So the problem and golf also missed. Golf missed a few. Okay, so let's take Maybe. everything we're saying about what we did against the Lions. Okay, Adebo missed an and, easy and pick. Also, transfer it to right in his hands. Do we think the model's going to hold against the Panthers? Are we going to play down to them, or do we think this is maybe a week where? We beat a bad team badly. Well, I think we need to talk about the quarterback situation first. Well, that's part of it. Yeah. What do you all think? Uh, yeah, we're not going to know. It's you know you know it's going to be a Saturday right deal before Especially we know. At home. Maybe even we're not going to know till Saturday or the morning of because yeah. we're at home and he's here and he doesn't have to travel. So y'all think it's at this point? I think it's going to be Jameis. But do you th- you think it's only the concussion holding Carr out, or do we think yes. he's, his Dude, other two injuries? concussions in a month? No, no, no. But I mean, like, do we? Well, but here's what you have to look I mean, at: the other the other injuries. No, I don't because here's what you got to look at. The reality is, in the NFL this year, for some reason, they've got a lot more serious but about Olave the concussion was back. protocol. We were all shocked by that. that uh, Olave, I think, is like one of two players who have made it back yeah. in one week. The rest of the NFL, but Carr like, did the first time too. Carr he didn't, didn't miss a week. He didn't have a concussion though. I thought this was his second concussion in a month. You just said that. Oh yeah, it was a win. No, was, it was a bye week. That's it was a bye week. That's why. If we played on the bye, he was a bye week. That's why. What game was that? It was the Minnesota game. The bye was before he Atlanta. got one in the Minnesota game. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. So he had the bye week to. So the the Green Bay game was not a concussion. No, Which, right. That right. was the shoulder. That was the shoulder. Yeah, okay. that was the one. It looked like a concussion, but then they came out yeah. and said it was a shoulder injury. Is yeah. that because his eyes looked like he was in space? Yeah, <laughs> shoulder but my, injury. But back to my point, it's that the NFL There's has a been lot a that lot. Doesn't get reported. <laughs> the NFL has been a lot 
stricter with your concussion protocol this year. Yeah. So yep. when you have two in a matter of four weeks, I, I don't see any which way he plays this week. I agree with that. I, yeah, he should not. I don't think he should. I don't think it's so safe. For, for purposes of the episode, let's James, go ahead yeah. and, and go with the assumption that Jameis is going to be but the starting quarterback. This. If he wants to be a starter in the NFL, he needs he to play concussed. Play. <laughs> he needs to play. He, he's not going to get cleared. It's not up to him. I know. I know that. I, and it's a joke. I don't no offense, want, he's not good enough. For I the, don't want anyone to risk their health for the NFL. I'm just saying. I do. If, I want Breeze to come back right now with if, one arm. If he wants to... <laughs> I'll take a lefty Breeze at this point. Yeah. If if he wants to save his career... This, this is a season-ending game. It's the Wally lose. Pitt, baby. If we lose, the season's over. Period. It's another division loss. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's at home. Yeah. It's against the worst team in the NFL. It's a season-ending game. Well, you um, say that, and the Bucks will probably beat the uh, Falcons. And I still think it's a season-ending game because we could still beat the Falcons and not win the division. So, and if the Falcons Depending win, on what they do. it's for, If the Falcons win, it's for almost certainly for... If oh, the Falcons win and we lose, it's done. Um, if we lose, we're still a game and a half back. We can beat them, and they can still beat us. They beat us in a tiebreaker situation because of division record. So, for me, you can't lose to the worst team. And I looked... So we talked about Atlanta's schedule. Their schedule, in my opinion, from today on, is harder. They've got the Colts left. They have the Bucks, us, just like we, we had do. the Rams. So I think that one's six comparable to the Colts. It probably is. Yeah, the Rams uh, are looking so much better. But we have than the Giants <laughs> and Carolina. Okay, that's two of the top five picks in the draft next year. So these two games for me, if you don't win these two games, you it's don't over. believe in Tommy DeVito. I don't. It's yeah. it's been good. Video, I, right? I give him credit. It was really bad. Then it was good, but the first game was one of the worst games I've ever seen. That's the one he came off the bench, though, right? No, no, no. His first start was terrible. The next one was awesome, and then the next one was really good too. He's been good the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. He's been way better than expected. But they're not a good team, uh-huh. and you're at home. So if we're going to save this crappy season, you have to win these two. There's no scenario, in my opinion, where you lose to the Giants and we win the division. That's what I'm saying. Or lose to the Panthers. Or lose to the Panthers. Yeah. These two, if you're going to win the division, if that's what we're going to do, these two are no no fucking excuses. You have to beat these two terrible teams. Yeah, and I'm going to take it to, back to what I said going into the Falcons game. Actually, I said it before that. I said we needed to be, what was it, 6-4 and f- four going into the Falcons game. Yeah. This was this was weeks. This is six or seven weeks. Yeah, ago. yeah. If we did, we could have really put a put a nail in the coffin. Yeah, and uh, if we beat the Falcons, I think it was over. I really do. Well, but the thing was, my point was, we had to win all the games going into the bye week. We ended up losing in Minnesota going right. into the bye week, and that was my that was my. I said, if we lose, if we're not, if we don't have the the winning streak going into Atlanta, I don't I don't believe in this at all. Yeah. And so now, given that we're still alive, amazingly, we're like a serial killer in an 80s horror movie who's had his head cut off and his arms cut off and been set this on fire and the fuck still alive. That's aggressive. No, I mean, we're somehow still alive, no matter any, yeah. all the bad we shit are, we've done. We are very alive. But like, the serial killer actually killed people. I don't know if this team is killing anybody. No, 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 There's no, no, a no. different... Uh, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. I'm just trying to think of something worse. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we're still alive is the point. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're on life support. And if we don't win this weekend and the following weekend, yeah, it's over. It's over. We're like the knight from Mighty Python. We're like, it's merely a flesh wound. No, I am going to say this. We'll still <laughs> probably be in it, even if we lose these two. Somehow, something will happen. Like the Falcons will lose the rest of their games going into our game. Yeah. Because that's the NFC South. That's how it's going to go. 
It'll get flexed. It'll be two teams with a losing record playing for the title on Sunday Night Football in the last game of the season. Yeah. It, Somehow or another, it's destined to happen. Max has been calling it all year, and I'm leaning more and more towards that being the scenario. Yeah. Uh, it's If we win the Tampa game, it's for sure going to be the Atlanta game that decides the whole yep. thing. It's getting flexed to Sunday Night Football because it's going to be the only division that's still in play. It's going to get flexed, and it's going to be for all the marbles in the Superdome. And that would be great. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to see that not being the case when you look at our schedule, their schedule. The only Well, they still need to slip up one, I think. They, they get Justin Fields, too, what, in the Bears game. Way different than what we got. Yeah, we had uh, yeah. We got Badgett. But I think they're similar to us. I mean, if you looked at all the, you know, because the Falcons Twitter kind of came more into the fold during the week that we played them, you know, they're feeling very much similar to the way we're feeling. They should. You know, they, yeah. they, they were get, terrible this weekend. And, Luckily, they got yeah. freaking Trevor they're, Simeon re- yeah. resurfacing. Yeah. And they're inconsistent as shit, too. Yeah. They're more, they're very liable to just have a. Well, they what, somehow have a worse quarterback than we do. Right. They're, they're like, just. Ritter as, is awful. They're just as liable to have a what the hell was that game. He was like 43% completion or something. Um, He's fucking terrible. Like, Carr, Ritter makes Carr look like prime Tom Brady. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean,. It's either going to be that. That being said, though, the Falcons have a better team than us. Overall? Overall. They're definitely younger. Their defense they're younger, is better. They're better. I hate to say it. Their defense is better. Uh, after this week, that's... They can run the ball. They have an identity. That thing that, that thing that Alvin Kamara says we don't have and Dennis Allen yeah. claims that we have, that's what the Falcons have. They have a, a fucking better, identity. Better I mean, they run the ball every week. Better Did they run attack. it this week? I didn't see. It didn't... Uh, that game was so Well, the Jets painful. have a decent they do. run defense, but... Yeah, the I Jets mean, have a top. They have a really good defense. So. No, I think this it helps when you don't. Teams are just trying to sulk away a win seven nothing because your offense can't score a point. Yeah. yeah, I mean this week to me is is telling because it's an opportunity for the Saints to say thirty four for ninety this week for Atlanta. Okay, well that's lower <sighs> than yeah, two. what they usually do, and probably <laughs> probably chalked it up to the Jets the fact they were playing in New York. But but Ritter, no, twelve this, for twenty seven. Hey, and they won. Yeah. They won, but. Well, Here's the thing with the Panthers game. Yeah, we're playing a horrible team. So it gives the team an opportunity to say, you know, who are we going to be for the last games of the year? Are we going to be the same team that's up and down? Are we going to let Carolina stay in it? Maybe make make them think they have a chance to win it at the end? Um, what are the keys or, to it? Why don't you go there? Like, what, what do you think? Let's So we're assuming well, no, James, well, let me just, right? I'll just finish the thought first. It's that how we play against this team will be telling – in terms of how the rest of the season plays out. If we can go ahead and, and squash them and beat them badly, like we played against Indy, played against the, the Patriots. How would you feel? That would feel after? better about their prospects facing the Giants the next week and saying, all right, we can beat the bad teams and get in a position to where the Atlanta game is the is the one for all the marbles. But if they play one of these close games and let Carolina hang around, I don't feel good going into the Giants. I don't feel good about how we play the rest of the year. Even if that's Jameis, you feel kind of the same way? Like... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard for me to judge us on offense with Jameis. Jameis is more, I think he's more unpredictable than Carr, 100%. But if he can show that he can run the offense and manage the offense and, and run the offense to to the position, to, to a place where we're in a position to win, then that's encouraging. Um, this is a perfect game for Carr's mediocrity. And we're getting the guy who can literally lose the game by himself. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, well, hold on. Let, let me so go. That's ahead. troubling. Let me say this though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, keys so, turnovers. So yeah. let's let's go back to week two when we played Carolina in Carolina. Now, also bear in mind that we had lost two straight in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Conveniently enough, both in week two. You know, we always go there in week two. For this was when our offensive line was horrible. 
Well, it hasn't been great since, but it's definitely improved since then. Let's go ahead and say so. The score was twenty to seventeen. Right. We watched it at your house. Yep. It was a it was a close game. We'll pretty much back. the entire game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Carr, two twenty eight, one interception. Bryce Young, one fifty three, one touchdown. Kaysen was the leading rusher, nine for seventy five. Remember, he popped off a longer yep. run. Yep. Yep. Uh, Miles Sanders, fourteen for forty three. Olave, six for eighty six. Had that fantastic. Diving catch oh, at yeah. some point. We were freaking out. Catch of the year. Yeah. Thielen, Came 7 for 54, one touchdown. Even game for the most part. It started I out very, it, it started out very much. I remember it started out in our favor. We, we thought, okay, here it comes. We're going to. We're we gonna, were kind of pushing around. Then they got that one touchdown we, drive. We got up. That Didn't we get up uh, right before their last touch? Their last touchdown was pretty late in the well, game. Well, I am going to say we did manage to rush for 134 yards, yeah. which is probably our season high. I don't have that stat in front of me, though. Tony Jones Jr., who was on the roster That's for, not two, our season high. That's for two weeks. For rushing, is not? No, 134. No. Patriots or Indy. Probably the Patriots, Indy. yeah. Uh, Tony Jones Jr. had the 12 for 34 and two touchdowns. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, look, it was a, it was a tight game. Now, our offensive line was in shambles at that point. Penning was still starting. Yeah. Our defense, on the other hand, was still a top Stopping five defense. Right. So... Patriots 136. Here here we go back to my point from last week. Okay. The reason the defense even had a chance of getting all the stops they did was because, you know, Goff couldn't get outside the pocket to get those annoying statue third downs. So, you know, if it's a game where our offense isn't going up by more than one score and it's on the defense to get the stops, uh, you know, if Bryce decides that he's going to have a decent game and make decent decisions and if they – allow him to throw the ball down the field. They get to a place where they need three yards on a third down. We're not running with them to the edge. You know, we don't have that guy. You know, maybe... Indy 161. Okay, so Indy. So the the other two are right next to each other, 136 and 134. Okay. So, I mean, it just... I agree. Yeah, we're not going to be able to... If Bryce decides, I'm just going to run all over this team... uh, That's not his game. He's not... It's not his game, but if... He is a mobile quarterback, though. He's right. a mobile college quarterback. He's a serviceable mobile NFL quarterback. Yeah. He, he's not a threat. He's a, I mean, we made Baker look like Lamar correct. Jackson. Correct. So. And I would put him in that category, except he's much younger and much more fit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not blazing fast like he doesn't want to do the it. Lamars of the world. No, he doesn't but, want to do it. But, uh, yeah, that, well, would be, that would be their way to stop us is to, like, convince us for most of the game or a lot of the game that, all right, what y'all just said is the case. They're going to just do drop back football. He's only going to run if he has to. But if they let us get comfortable and give him some running lanes, he'll he could take advantage of it. That would be one way for them to keep the game close against us. And I don't have confidence in our defense uh, from being able to to run with them. Now, how do y'all feel about their their running attack? I mean, do we do we think maybe this is a week where we get a, a little bit of a break? I do. From their running game? Because they're not great. Yeah. And we thought they wait, would. Wait, wait, come on. You're talking about our running game or no, their running game? Our defense gets a break theirs. from facing a strong rush. They rushed for 133 last week, 94 the week before. I, That's what I'm looking at right now. It's not great. It's not great. It's it's average. We're average. We're below average. We're below Let's be average. Let's yeah. be honest. But they are not great at it like they have been in the past, you know, since we faced them in the past decade. You know, the Cam yeah. Newton years, all that, the Christian McCaffrey, the. You know, even Chuba against us has performed well. Who's the big ass? Uh, Jonathan 35. Stewart. 
Jonathan Stewart, Stewart. Tolbert, you're digging, you're digging Mike Tolbert, yeah. Tolbert, Mike Tolbert and D'Angelo Williams. They've always been able to run the ball. It seemed like they us. could always get what they wanted against us. Yeah, um, and keep a game close. Uh, yeah. This isn't as good as they've been in the past. Um, oh, they're the worst team in the league. No, it's not as good. Right. <laughs> and and yeah. Bryce is a huge disappointment. I don't care what – you can spin it however you want. He's been – we talked about this on the pod with Roman. You know, I was in the corner of like, I don't know that this guy is an elite guy. He's getting blown away by Stroud in year one. There's no doubt. No. Yeah. To be fair, no Stroud doubt. is blowing away literally it's every incredible. rookie performance. But, I, mean, I agree. It, but looks, it looks like – but it looks like they completely mal, botched this thing right now, right? To, you traded to go get. You had the choice. You chose wrong. Not that not that he won't have a good career. Just you traded all this capital, two firsts, DJ Moore, plus a— Yeah, uh, it's a fuck-up. It's a huge fuck-up. And you passed point. on Shroud, and you got young. You were so confident. You were wrong in your guy, and you gave up a lot to get him, and he might not be a guy. He right. might be that middle-tier purgatory QB— that we worried about because he's so slight in frame and short and has to find passing windows through his own offensive line. I still think he pans out, but you obviously fucked up by not taking Stroud yeah. at this point. Well, after after trading all after those trading up, yeah. and, and a and an all. Now look, hindsight. Hindsight's obviously twenty twenty because no one at this table thought that Stroud was going to be what he is. I agree with that, but that's why you don't trade is, up. Is this where I insert my Caden Ellis comment? Yeah. <laughs> well, none of us had watched the I'm the, the film first to study. say I did not see Stroud well, coming out and have this season. I'll, I'll be happy to the say I was The only game I watched every that. play of his was but, the, the playoff game when Ohio State played Georgia, and he was like, damn good. Uh, against, oh, he lit like, it the fuck up. And against the best defense in the country. I mean, our defense yeah. that year was they were really yeah, good. fucking awesome. But would you have – I wasn't going to say – Me not being a Stroud, like, advocate – it doesn't mean I wouldn't have picked him at Houston's position. I would have. Oh, yeah. at two, I would have absolutely picked him. Absolutely. I'd have picked him at one if you need a quarterback. I'm not saying I'd have picked him over Young. I'm not getting in that. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. I'm not, I was not down on Stroud. But I at was, two, I was taking whichever one was there. You have I'm to take one and try. Yeah, you have to. And they didn't trade up for that. Right. They and sat still. Well, here's the other thing they, to remember. They got Will Anderson. Which, well, no, no, no. Hold on. They The last game of the season, they won on a Hail Mary, which took them from the number two. one pick <laughs> right. to the number two pick, <laughs> right. which indirectly saved their asses. That was a... Just think if they took Corey's boy instead of Will Anderson this year. Jalen? He went to the Eagles. Yeah. I, Will Anderson's awesome. He's good. Will Anderson's damn Will, good. Jalen Carter's Carter is better. Potentially generational. Carter is a hundred million dollar player, hands down. Tomorrow, the, he has been everything he was projected before the yeah. drama. Mm-hmm. He has been it. He was better than Will Anderson so far. Yeah. If if the Eagles, uh, I still look. I don't. They didn't go wrong on getting Will Anderson. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Uh, we'll see. And nobody could have taken Jalen Carter at pick number three. Well, yeah. he was projected the, number one. So no, no. I mean, after the off but, the field shit popped yeah. up, you couldn't take him at pick number three. You, you kind of have to phrase it this it way, taken where some big if, big stones. That being said, though, <laughs> give me Will Anderson. Right? I, there's nothing wrong with Will Anderson. If you you have to frame it where it's like an alternate universe, and the Eagles ended up with the one pick, and Carolina was two, and Houston was three, and if the Eagles ended up having taken Jalen Carter. You see in what he's doing now with the same team, yeah. you would say, okay, that was worth the number one pick based on what he's doing this year. Obviously, the reality of it was he was not uh, everything with his background going into the draft. That wasn't going to happen. And, you know, that's one that's of those things. That's a little bit, we're off topic a little bit, but, oh, no, you but know. that's okay. No, that's it's fine. relevant. We can get there. It's, it's absolutely relevant. And, 
Okay. My point is, you can't just sit here and say, oh, it, J- Jalen Carter's not, definitively I'm not saying Will Anderson's than, a no. miss. Anderson's I'm saying awesome. Jalen Carter looks like a generational player. Yeah. Yeah, he looks he's He looks top, great. He looks he's great. He's a defensive tackle, I think top five in the league in pressures. Yeah, he looks better it's, than no, any he looks defensive great. guy. He, he looks, looks Aaron Donald Young Aaron Donald is what he looks like. I'm not going there. He's not he's, he's not Aaron Donald. Much larger than Aaron Donald. Yeah, but he's also not Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player. I mean, come on. Mm. You put an adjective before an Aaron Donald. You said Donald or you said Donald Z esque. Esque. <laughs> you know. Let's let him play more than ten <laughs> games before no, we No, I agree. Him. Yeah, he's but not Aaron Donald. You would agree he was the best player in the draft before the drama. Just imagine if they would have done that instead, how crazy of a draft that would have been. To get yeah, but to get a franchise quarterback and maybe the best defensive tackle in the draft since Aaron Donald. Let's not call put, him Aaron Donald. Let's say since Aaron Donald. Will Anderson looks like a very good player. There are many Defensive ends that this, this would this, look better. Than, uh, this would have Will, been a Will, Will Anderson to me looks like What's a future perennial All Pro. He's got five sacks right now. Donald has four. I just looked it up, but I know Donald's Donald got the pressure. Not well, Donald. Uh, Carter. So you, and one's a tackle. One's an end. Aaron Donald. One's an end. Is that a Fordian slip? <laughs> he's not Aaron Donald. Corey, <laughs> I, know you, Carter, I know you love Georgia, but he's not. Jalen Carter is killing people. Like I, I'm just saying, and I'm yeah. not. This is not a knock on Will Anderson. At yeah, but also look at, at the, look at the talent on that Eagles defense. They were the, they were the best team in the regular season last year. Their defense is basically the Georgia Bulldogs from 2019, 2020. They're fucking loaded. Like that defense has Georgia. more talent on it than anybody. Are you stroking Corey's ego? Georgia Delphia. I, I, I kind of am stroking <laughs> Corey's <laughs> ego. Georgia Delphia Bull Eagles. No, they they seriously are. I just I love them, and guess what? It sucks because you're not going to win shit. That's what sucks. About yeah, they're not going to. It's funny. Because it's all going to yep. blow up in about a year or two uh, with Jalen's contract. and and Yeah, they can't keep all those guys. Just with the Niners and then it, it's a shame. The That's, Niners have cap space. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. But their quarterback makes $8 a year, I think. It's yeah, amazing. He's, for, for one more year. He still has two a, more. He still they don't has have a, to no. pay him till the till the year four. Brock Party still has a roommate. What I'm saying is the, they, the, the, the money's not going to hit. <laughs> he actually does. <laughs> The money's not going to hit till year five, is what I'm saying. Devito lives with his mom. Yeah, he's hey, smart. he's a good Italian man. Come on, she good cook. You know they're gonna that. they're gonna pay him. They will, but the money won't hit till year five. Correct? No, he was a, he was the last pick in the draft. So, so he's, he's a four can, year though. He's a four year. I know, Whoa. but you can re, you can get uh, you can renegotiate going into year. Well, four. the way for him to right. get paid but sooner. But what I'm is saying to, is to they're still going to keep that low cap number in year one, which oh, is year yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. So no, their be, windows open. Right, their the window is open. the next two years after this. Yeah, for their sure. windows firmly open. They, they if they don't get two titles out of this. And we're well, way the fuck off track. Yeah, that's about to But if they don't get two titles out of this, but they no, did something wrong. We're not off track because this is what we fucking need to do. We need to invest yeah. in the draft. We need to draft correctly. And well, come on. You're preaching to the choir. I've been saying this for years. Like, I want to load up on as many draft picks as possible. The negligence in the draft with the trading of picks is coming back to bite us right now. So this you... is what we need to learn. Compile picks. Eagles, well, 49ers, Pick a lot of players. Well, a lot of, here's, well, the Patriots did it back in the day. They always the, would trade, you know, the, the late first for next year's first and like another True, second they or had third. Brady and it hasn't worked since then. I don't know. <laughs> no, but it worked then. So, well, well, here's the problem with our team. And when you start from the top, it's Loomis. And we've never seen a situation where the Loomis ego doesn't come to full blown forefront. You know, he, he constantly believes that we're in a window or we can. Yeah. Push, we're we're we, not in a window. We can the kick window, the can. The window slammed shut. But he believes that he can win with whatever. Yeah, he, he's it an is. asshole. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So until he proves He's not he, going to. We need him to step down. Right. Is, is but the that's only what thing. I'm saying. Because like, never, they will never fire him. But that's why I'm saying that Nick's 
strategy, while a good one, is I don't ever see that happening. With not I agree happen. with you. It's I agree. Not this happen. is why I'm always said Loomis so, is the largest problem of the yeah. organization because our egos got big with Sean and Mickey. They did. Oh yeah, yeah. I this agree. Is why they should have. This is why we didn't win a second title. I, I firmly uh, believe this. Our egos got wild. We went bright. There's also a little thing called a no call. That one hurt, but that was <laughs> after a long period of medi- mediocrity. Yeah. But on a, like a letdown mediocrity of five years, that was not good. You know that was a there, bad there was five a, years. There was a period where we didn't go after any big names on defense. Correct. You know, we, we didn't get the splash player on defense. We didn't get the guy. We who, weren't drafting we didn't get the well. Oh, we were going after him. Well, we, we were signing him every year. Well, That's why people were freaking out. We signed poorly. We the chose draft poorly. was We terrible. chose poorly, but we were throwing out giant contracts. Jarris Bird being the prime but, one. But what other than that? Dude, was they were going to go. Browner? Who, who was the uh, the corner for? Uh, yeah, Browner. Jared. No. Josh uh, Norman, they were gonna. They, they were, moved they all the shit around. They, they were gonna. Get I know, but my point is, the cap was. They were ready to roll to give that I dude the contract, and that would have been. That might have changed the situation. Who else did we try to get? We tried to get Indomik and Sue one year. They were ready to pay we his ass. They Jadavian were ready to pay Jadavian Clowney one well, year. Well, well, then we had the terrible defensive coordinator hires. Clowney, I understand you, but money yeah. was never the issue. That's why the cap people were freaking the fuck out because every year the Saints oh, did some. I'm not move. saying money was ever the issue. It's just that there was clearly more. The decisions were the issue, right? But that's like, but the money, the money, they were throwing the money. The decisions were so much more polished on the offense than defense. It was like the defense was an afterthought because the ego of the front office was like, well, if we have the all-world best offense that the league's ever seen and Drew Brees, then, you know. Actually, I'm going to say the offense can, was the afterthought because Peyton, Peyton got away with fucking nothing but undrafted receivers. And why? Why did We're back to this topic again. The only reason that works is Drew Brees. Exactly, which circles yeah. back to why Colson is not a top 10 saint ever. <laughs> Because we'll leave that alone. We don't want to go to that rabbit hole. The reality but is, we did not go sign one high-end offensive player. We neglected offense. We neglected the offense Except for the Reggie Bush draft. We neglected the and Meacham in the first round, which didn't work out great. He, yeah. was, he we, was a great piece. He was never a yeah, first-round like talent. We, we just wasted our money on Point the is, bad, we neglected the offense for the entirety of the Sean Payton run with only a few exceptions. The one thing I'll say about the Loomis area that... You can say was a strategy. I don't know if it was. They always invested in offensive line and thought if we keep Drew Brees standing, yep. he's going to kill everyone. And he did. And look, it was a good philosophy. He did. Yeah. So, But we never gave him a weapon of any merit that yep. was scary. Even Mike Thomas in his prime was not scary. Yeah. He was going to beat you to yeah. death yeah. 12, 15 yards at a time. And he was a great player. There, there was no Julio, Tyreek. Yeah, never. There was never that guy in the Saints where we said, we're going to go get Drew a guy when he's in trouble. He's just going to say, fuck it, and I'm going to throw it. Yeah. A Calvin Johnson, uh, you know, that type of play. We the, never the fastest had that receiver he ever had, arguably, was uh, Ted yeah. Ginn. And, yeah, you and Devery was very fast, Devery. but neither of them could catch. He was a first-round bust that played like 15 years. It's amazing. Because <laughs> yeah. he could return kicks forever, and he was fast as shit. Yeah. He did take the top off of defense. He was great for Breeze. Well, you know who was a scary receiver? Joe Horn in his prime. Horn was. Not Colston. But not, not Mike with Breeze. Thomas. But not with Breeze. I don't know no, I know. He only played the one year. Horn was great. I don't know if he was scary. He was a speed demon, though. Corey, he put up 1,400 yards every freaking year for that three or four-year stretch, man. His, he was incredible. We're, we're way the fuck off topic here. This is Saints related. Uh, Joe well, Horn, at least we've gotten away from has, the Eagles well, in Georgia. Yeah, it has Joe Horn to do wasting with four years in Panthers Kansas City game, is what hurt Joe Horn. If yeah. someone would have figured him out a little sooner, he would have been a yeah. Hall of Fame caliber player. He's not because 
to he's Corey's point, he not. had five years with us that were really yeah. good, and that was it. They were amazing, uh, Kind of like Mike Thomas, four good years and four terrible years. One, one, one particularly great year with a NFL record, yeah. all-time record. Well, it's funny. He had, he had three really good years and one all-time year. Yeah. His rookie year was great for a rookie. Great, all-time great. Yeah. So the funny thing I sent Max is that, you'll love this, Corey. Let me, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, it was uh, Mike Thomas over the last four years. Oh, God. Stat line. If you add them all together, um, let's see if I can find it. I went and dug deep on this because <laughs> I'm like, so is it, a pro we football just, reference. Thing. We were just texting kind of back and forth. Is it? Is it? Do you give him the NFL minimum next year? Do you just let him walk? You know, he threw Carr under the bus this week. By all, I accounts. think you let him walk before you. You can't though because of the contract. Yeah. But you basically, he, you almost need to bring him back because it's a cheaper cap figure. You remember when he was fine oh, throwing Breeze under the bus, right? I thought we structured right? it so we, were, we had an out You don't remember when he was talking shit about Breeze's arm and all that on Twitter? Like, this is just well, what he does. He's also the same guy that, that said, thank you, Jesus, when we signed Carr. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was he, claimed, he was okay, hounding But real quick, he was insane Listen, Carr. Corey. He's a diva. Michael Thomas's last four years. Okay. 95, 1,057, four TDs. <laughs> that's an average season, right? Yeah, yeah. That's an average season. I mean, it's a good, well, 95 catches is good. That's really that, good. That's a season worth in, in four years. Yeah. 1,057 is average. 95 is really good. Yeah. One, one, but that's a season to, worth of stats in four years. Four yeah. years. It's time. It's time for us just to, and I look, I hope he goes somewhere and he has a resurgence and doesn't, but he's 30. He's 30. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, let's just. We tried it. Look, we tried it out. You know, we brought him back. And I wanted to. We thought. Here's I what's gonna. I thought here's now what's he's throwing happen. bricks through people's cars and yeah, he's, 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 he's dogging everybody. It's liability. Like, it's look, here, here's, here's what's gonna happen. So the way his contract was, remember last year they redid his contract to where they, before yeah. before free agency, and they just right. gave him this sky high cap figure, and everyone's like, okay, he's absolutely getting cut at this point. He's getting released on the first day of the year. Yeah, no, but then no, they no, restructured. no restructure. But then they restructured. And then they went back and he did another restructure. And then, so basically, this year is the same setup where he's going to be effectively a free agent, but the cap hits are going to be pretty big to where it's going to behoove the Saints to say, come back for one more year. We'll go ahead and, you know, move this around a little bit. For what? For what so, what, what do you think needs to happen? Like, what's that number? What do you think? What, what, so, what's the dead money if we let him go this year? What it's, is it? it's honestly, it's, it's way more complicated than being able to look at this and just say it's going to be X amount because of the way it's structured. Make a, make a close guess, just as best you can. <sighs> Cut cut pre June first in twenty twenty four, eighteen mil in dead money cap savings post? of eight mil so ten, a net of ten dead, uh, post. Yeah, he would have to be a post June first, but you're still looking at eight million in Five. dead money. Eight million gone. Sorry, but then you also got the dead money on the following year and the following but, year and the following year. But that's but that's so there's a way that they can structure it again to where maybe you. But dude, unless it's the minimum and him, which it might be, maybe it is because he's still. I'm good his, with that. I'm good with that. But this is I mean, for the people who say the cap doesn't matter. This is when it matters in this type of situation. It, it matters matter. when you get to the when someone falls off a cliff via injury. Correct. And exactly. You, yeah, this is where it matters. The unforeseen yeah. and. You know, we're dealing with the car contract and the Thomas contract. And honestly, we're still dealing with the Kamara contract. It's those are three rough. We're not contracts. even we're not even dealing with that one yet, dude. That it's one terrible. gets brutal. That is a, 
And we, look, we all love him. Wrong, but we're going to have to deal with the cam contract too, right? No, the cam one's not, not as that bad. bad. It's, it's not, not that bad. bad. Okay. The restructure was the, the, the Camaro one yeah. is terrible. God awful. Yeah. And so back to that, I've gone back and forth with Max. I love Alvin Camaro. I, I wish he would retire a saint and go into the Hall of Fame. I believe he is a Hall of Famer. And I do too. His stats. Um, compared- oh, yeah. You, he did a deep dive on this. Listen to this. This is good. So, so I went down a rabbit hole because we've talked about it a little bit. Is he, by the current NFL Hall of Fame running back standard, a Hall of Famer? No. Okay. But the ones that are already that are in. in there. Yeah. When over, you look, over the entirety of the history right, of it. Yeah. Right. Is he a Hall of Famer compared to those guys? He is not. When you start to look at his era mm-hmm. and you start to look at the last decade. Yeah. His contemporaries, counterparts. It gets really interesting yep. because you've got Derrick Henry by himself, in my opinion, yep. who is in. Then you've got CMC. Then you got Alvin. Yeah, well, because Alvin and, and CMC. He's dead even with CMC. Yeah. It's Except close. Except for this year. CMC's taking a lead. CMC scoring more. But going into the season, they had pretty much. Going into Alvin the season, was it was identical. Yeah. Alvin was a little bit ahead in the stats that I think matter. Touchdowns slightly ahead. But CMC's in a great situation. Alvin's not. If he but, plays three more years in San Francisco, he's going to leave he's everybody He's going to blow him away. Yeah. And he's a first ballot Hall of Fame. That's a great ballot. point because you look across the league over the past 10 years and it's like what – well, no, no, hold on, hold on. Let him finish this so, thought. This is yeah. good. So I, I went down the path and like, where does he stack in the era, not versus the history? Because the game's changed. The, the Hall of Fame is going to at right. some point right. have to pivot, right? And um, kind of what I came up with, hold on, let me, let me see if I can pull up kind of the numbers here. Just look in, my, in our text thread, you'll see it. Yeah. Um, so here's, this is what I was looking at. So, where are we at? Sorry, I just lost it. Um, in the conversation, we'll start there. In the conversation, in the past decade of drafts, right, where the running backs today are playing, your favorite guy, Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. in a really tough spot right now, yeah. was on a really good start to be a Hall of Famer, and you have an injury that we don't know what happens, right? Yeah. So... Then you go to Joe Mixon, right? Pretty good player, Hall of Famer. Fits your more traditional role, but but would anyone say truly no, a, Hall not a Hall of Famer? No. Probably not, right? Um, so I get to Dalvin Cook. Hmm. Dalvin Cook had a stretch. Great player. Look what's this year. Yeah, he's done. Done. Right. He's not getting the run that Alvin's getting. And they were the same draft, I believe. Is that correct, Max? Same draft, yes, 2017. Same draft. Um, McCaffrey, Alvin, Dalvin, all same draft. So I go AK should be, right? Because the only active backs ahead of him in rushing yards only. This is strictly rushing yards from the last decade. Travis Henry, Ezekiel Elliott. He's barely playing, right? He's correct. He's he's, yeah, he's, he's the secondary back in com- New England. Complete shell of himself. Right? Latavius Murray is next <laughs> on that list, yeah. which is insane. And he, he's... Like he's the oldest running back in the league. He's Melvin, still getting yards this year. They're not a lot, but he's you know kind of like five hundred. <laughs> Melvin Gordon, not a Hall of Famer. You nope. can't catch the ball. Nope. Right? Did a little bit in Denver. Yeah. Did a little bit of Chargers, but not. not yeah, and all these guys had like short spurts. You then know? you've got yeah. Dalvin Mixon, CMC. That's your top seven rushers of the past decade of current active players. So yeah. he's in the top yeah. seven in rushing. Just rushing, yeah. Scrimmage yards. Derrick Henry, number one. Right? On the strength of rushing. Yeah. CMC, then AK. 
Yeah. All of them right around 10,000 within 700 yards of each other. Yeah. That's over the last decade. Okay. So over the past 10 years, top three in scrimmage yards, Alvin Kamara, over the past decade. Um, He's currently 90th all-time in TDs. Not impressive, but... If he gets to 100. Considering how many of those are... You mean 90th? Well, no, no, no. 90th all-time. For running backs or the NFL? All, including receivers, including Jerry Rice. That's not unimpressive. Here's the deal. If he gets to 100... A hundred, you're in. The only player to ever score a hundred TDs that's not in the Hall of Fame. Do you know? This is a, this is a very interesting one. To that me. that could have been. That still that, could be, still could be, but has scored a hundred touchdowns and is not currently in the Hall of Fame or an I should say an absolute shoe in like Adrian Peterson because he's not in the Hall of Fame but he's in the Hall of Fame. What position? Running back. Running back. Yeah. It's a little obscure, but I feel like I feel like you might know it. Who do you think? The tough one. Is it uh He doesn't know. Who is it? Is it Deuce? No. He Jesus have Christ. He's got about 60, 50, 50. Yeah. Time, time out, time out. They made a big deal in, during the game yesterday, yesterday he about, bro- he broke the other his day about Alvin Kamara breaking the Saints rushing touchdown record. That was like half watching at that point. The there only one is not in the Hall of Fame or an absolute shoe-in for the Hall of Fame, Sean Alexander. Oh, yeah. 119 yeah. touchdowns, I he believe. Lo- he had a which, long run. It wasn't long. It was not that That's long. the thing. It's it just about was amazing. Four years. Long. It was four years of such dominance. It's crazy if you go look at it. Yeah. He scored like he averaged over 20 touchdowns over four years. It's an insane four year stretch, but no longevity. I think he only made three Pro Bowls, one All Pro. He doesn't have all the other markers on the board, even to Alvin's. Alvin's yeah. got him beat on all that. Um, so. I think he's a Hall of Famer. If he hangs on for two more years and gets to, say, 12,000 total yards, and the 100 touchdowns to me is a shoe-in, unless you have a really weird career like Sean Alexander, to have 100 touchdowns and no postseason success whatsoever, that's a really weird situation. It may never happen again, where someone scores almost 120 touchdowns and his teams essentially suck. Um, Alvin was on really good teams. He was four-time Pro Bowl, yeah. multiple-time All-Pro. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Trade him immediately. Trade him. Trade him tomorrow. It would be amazing <laughs> if he makes it to the Hall of Fame without ever having a 1,000-yard season. That would just be awesome. Well, there's one thing to your point about, yeah, yeah the question of him being a Hall of Famer is actually, that's a great point, but the more relevant issue is the thing that's common with everyone you just said, good and bad, is that at some point, there's a cliff. Like, right. you know, he's there. I believe he's there. Yeah. Max doesn't. He's I not believe there. he's there. He's not there. There's a point of no return for getting value for him. I believe you know? if you I put him on a Buffalo well, or a 49ers, could he do it? Yes. Anywhere else, but we he took, just doesn't look like we a took bell that, cow you know, guy. Not a Hall of Fame I guy. Did, but, I disagree with but you it's on the that. Same, it's the same route we took with Sproles. We know when Sproles was just lighting it up for us, we traded him. And we traded him in his prime. And you he know, lit he, it up. And he lit it up for the Eagles. So, like, we gambled that he was at the cliff. But it was and one year, and then he got hurt, and it yeah, was it. That yeah, was so, it. like, it was one that, year. That's kind Spurs, of. Spurs was also older when we got him. True. Yeah, but I mean, but the point is, like, it was gauging. Okay, no, 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 no. I know yeah. your point, and I, I do agree with Nick that we do so need to trade him because I'm looking at Kamara's cap figures over the next couple of years. He's on the team next year unless we unless someone throws some kind of value and we trade him. But that following year, he's off the team under this existing contract. It, has to be. it goes up it's to twenty nine million dollar cap figure. 
there's no way in hell yeah. you're carrying a 30-year-old running back at Look, $30 million. We all put him in our top 10 all-time Saints. I think he's firmly in there. I have no – anyone who wants to argue that, much like Cam, sorry, Corey, mm-hmm. it, he's in the top 10 Saints of all time. He's just a great – we love his personality. We love what he stands for. We love his game. It was so creative. It's it's If we're going to rebuild, it's time to get rid of him right now. It, it really is um, in the offseason – if we're going to go... Honestly, grab, it was time last year when there was value. It there was, was an offer. We had real value two years ago, right? We well, had a first-round pick offered from Buffalo, rumored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that problem... And you know what? He would have done better. It would have been great for him. This is no knock on him. He is not the same Alvin from years one through five. It's a little bit slower. He still has the same fight. He still has the same... The matrix moves that we all like to talk about, those are still there. Yeah. The, the, the speed component is gone, in my opinion. Getting to the edge, he can't get there. We've seen it. We've yeah. talked about one extent, like a lot on the he goal needs line. Good blocking. I mean, he right. needs good edge blocking. We haven't really given well, him here, that. Well, here's the deal, though. Neither one of us liked the contract when we gave it to him. It was him. too much. It was too much. And we're both in agreement that the move with running backs is when it comes time to pay the running back, Punt. that is when you trade them and get the maximum value because they will fall off a cliff at some point. They all do. They it's all just, do. Yeah. Once so, they're 28 years old, it, you don't want to pay that $15 million a year. You've got to move on. Derrick Henry being the one exception. I, like, well, that's a, a freak, freak of, of nature. nature. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's yeah, an absolute you, freak. You just, the gamble with him is that you just don't get rid of him. You just... Whenever the cliff comes, you just take it and eat it. Right? Well, they're 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 ready for the cliff because yeah. they've got Tajay Spears, who they, we could have picked, well. but we took Kendra Miller. Fantastic. But how many because years, of injuries, right? Because yeah. how many years can we watch Saquon Barkley look like some elite all timer and then get hurt? It's just it's just a bad position for the NFL right now. Paying him fifteen million, I think, is just a bad move. Yeah, it's well, a, you, you trade him when it comes time to. Nah, to that's trade the him. the running back position. Like if we think all the holdouts and all that stuff earlier in the year is is bad like it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better look what happened to chubb we all love chubb chubb's an exceptional underrated one of the most underrated players in nfl history yeah the guy is top five all time in yards per carry just a dominant force and then he takes this knee injury and now you don't even know what you have and you've got let's say you had a deal like kamara and this was year two of that deal and you're in for four for 60 That's terrible. Hey, he's you on, can't he's do on my it. dynasty bench IR right now. Well, it's kind of funny though because McCaffrey he had a little stretch for a couple of years where he kept getting hurt. Yeah, but didn't nothing finish major. season. Well, I mean, yeah, nothing major, but he was missing time. His leg never went backwards. Nothing happened. You know. What happened to Chubb is what I'm saying. Right, but my point but, is McCaffrey had a couple of down years with that contract, and you're like, oh my god, that looks like a bad contract. Yeah. And then they trade him, and now that contract looks like a bargain the way he's playing. Sort of. It it works because you have Purdy, right? Right, but it works is my point. If you still the have right, Garoppolo the, the at smart, 25. There's guys that elevate their play to where whatever you're paying them is worth it. Yeah. And he's at that exactly. place right he now. He is that guy. You know? He is yeah. that guy. Yeah. He is a perfect. He's the offensive player of the year. He should be up for MVP. He yep. is the best offensive player yeah, in the league. No, it's no. The no one is running away with the quarterback play this year to where you say like, oh, it's just another year where a quarterback's going to win MVP. You Agreed. remember Atlanta Super Bowl you know. year with Freeman and what was the other guy's name? Tevin Coleman. Coleman. Tevin Coleman. CMC you mean is the year they gave up a 25 point lead in the yes, Super Bowl. That's yeah, what we're all year. about. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. But that running back duo is what got them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And CMC is them together. 
Yeah. He does what they both did. <laughs> well, hey, look who the head coach of the 49ers is because he was the offensive coordinator for that, for that team. team. So. And yeah. to be fair, he lost them that Super Bowl. So we'll see if he can lose them another one. Um, I don't. He lost the one against the Chiefs, too, if you ask me. There, there are he had that game of, one. There are a line of coaches and players, mostly quarterbacks, where it's like. If Jimmy makes that pass they that have he like, missed. They have like a, a, Agreed, dis- like, a disease from getting the championship, you know, where it's like they're so good up until like that. that I love moment. Kyle Shanahan's offense. It's like the best thing to watch it in is. football right now. It really is. He does throughout, joke. Throughout he sports, does there's joke. always a team in any sport, <laughs> any level of sport where it's like, they're so good until that moment of truth, and they just never. Even I think like I think he's going to get game. it this year. The you know? Oklahoma City Thunder with Westbrook, Harden, and Durant yeah. is a good example. Or like yeah. the Bills. But I mean, like the, with the Cowboys, it's like they. Well, the they, Bills were just cursed. Yeah, there's but no that's what I mean. Like it. it's just like there's some that just defy logic. It's like Shannon, there's no way Shanahan, if he gets there, shouldn't beat anyone. Anyone in the AFC this year, you know, Shanahan has to win it. Right. They they are so, their they're roster so much better. Is so much better. Right. Um, the Bills were the only thing comparable, and then and they lost not, half their team. So, yeah. uh, Milano got injured. Trey Trey White got injured again. So many injuries. It's, it's his year to prove he's not championship afflicted. Correct. That he's not and averse. If he doesn't win it this year, Shanahan's the problem. Because <laughs> he's got it cooking, and they are so much better. Yeah. I, if they lose this year, it's on him, in my opinion, barring injury. If yeah. they're injured, yeah. all bets are off. Because that's the worst. It's like, what do you do with a coach who you know gets you to the conference championship every single year, but just won't get you the big one? Yeah, I know. Exactly. We're having tons of fun, but... Uh, well, we went off on a... On a back to the Panthers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, well, it's like, we, we hopped off the interstate, and we went like about 200 miles down, uh, well, down south. So it's let's like back when you're driving I-65, and you know you got nothing but trees, and you're just like, oh. Yeah. You know. Well, look, no, this brings up a good point. I think what we need to do is we need to have a separate episode where we can just riff on stuff like this and yeah, just go. That's, that's no real our... topic. We'll just roll with it. But I do think that we need to get to the uh, predictions for the game against the Panthers right now. For those listening, just a reminder, this is a Panthers preview. Yeah, if you're still episode, with us. If you're still here. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and dive into the predictions. Corey, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? Nick, you do the logging this time. Oh, shit. Corey, okay. what you got? How do you feel? I'm logging with the Saints pencil, just FYI. Yeah. Well, that just changed my pick. <laughs> I think it's a win. Not because the Saints necessarily do so much to win the game. I just think that the Panthers are going to do more to lose the game Score. for themselves. Um, I'm going to go with the last one was 20 to 17. Uh, let's bump that up a little bit and go 21 Saints to uh, 21 Saints to uh, Twelve for the Panthers. Okay, they're right. gonna do the whole four field goal dance. I like that. Um, there you go. And uh, offensive MVP, offensive MVP for the Saints. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Owen Kamara last week. He could very well do it again, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go taste him this time. Um, you know, in terms of stats, you know he. You said over 100 total yards. I don't know if he hits that, but you know maybe more like a he hit almost 80. It was pretty 50, good game last over week. 50 rushing again. Um, probably about at least 30 receiving, but I think you know he get he finds the end zone twice. 80 and two teeth. All right, defense. I, real you quick, I love the way we're using Taysom. I think it's oh, it's just great. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, 
defensive MVP in this one. Uh, I think this this is the Demario game. I think Demario wakes up this game. What you calling? You calling uh, pick? You calling sacks? What you calling? But uh, last time I picked him, I think I, th- I think I just said a bunch of tackles. Um, we call call it highly uh, scientific with that. Exactly. Call it at least eight tackles. Uh, sack. A sack, okay. Um, I'm not even gonna put the tackles because he's gonna get. Yeah. He's, he's gonna have a sack. Sack. I don't. I don't think big don't, or just a sack. Sack. That, add another two tackles for loss. Okay, two TFLs. I'll give you tackles for loss. I'm not giving you tackles. It's Demario. Yep. Uh, so yeah. All right. Who's next? You, you or me, Max? Yeah, you go for it. All right. Um, I'm gonna give two predictions. Uh oh. Two predictions. If Carr plays, we're gonna fucking throttle him. <laughs> A hurt car is going to throttle him? 31-16 with car with Jameis. Okay. We win <laughs> 13-12. You know there's a lot of people out there. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yeah. You know there's a lot of people out there that would have the exact opposite take I, I agree. as you. Uh, like I feel Carr like and their, an overwhelming say, majority. Yeah, yeah. Car, they're saying car would actually make it a 13-12 loss. I know. That's what they're there's saying. There's a lot of idiots you know? out there. I'm telling though. you, the last two weeks, what I saw with him and Alave has changed my mind on that they can figure it out. I still... it The whole season predicated on them being able to figure out with MT in that equation. I still need to see it, it for a whole game. It took forever. It, I agree. No, that's a good point. I'm not, I'm not knocking yeah. that. I'm just saying something was happening that hasn't happened. Yeah. And him and Carr did not jive at all. And yeah. all of a sudden... Shit started working the last two weeks. And yeah. two weeks in a row, that's not a whole lot. It's more Olave than Carr because it started working in the Vikings game in the second half when Carr got hurt. I it's just Olave. feel yeah. when Olave actually runs his I mean, routes and finishes them, Carr's finding him. I'm on both. It, yeah. When Olave's not stopping, Carr's finding him. I, I just believe There's been that. plenty of examples where Carr's choosing not to throw to an open receiver, Olave included in that number. So like, choosing, it takes two to tango. We're going to call it... He doesn't have the ability to see the whole field. <laughs> but did, did he lose an eye or something? I mean, no, it's what, what, is not, what is not having the ability to see the whole field? He might what just does that, be what a two QB. It's Jesus Christ. $140 million. That is not an NFL QB then. Not like that, then that's on him. If he's a two-read QB, that's still on him. There's a whole you can't lot of that. NFL QBs that aren't getting to their third read, dude. A well, whole lot of them. A whole you, lot right now. It's bad. That are, it's bad. How do you know that? It's bad. What? How can you know that? Are you that? watching games? All right, hold on, hold on. You can't know that, though. I mean, before we take another trip down <laughs> south, let's let's get these predictions in. What else you got? I'm going to say there aren't 10 good quarterbacks going right now. That's a better statement. That's a better statement. Okay. We'll, we'll go with that. Which means good quarterbacks can do all of it. There aren't that many that can do all of it right now. Just aren't. It's, okay. it's a bad situation. <laughs> Offensive MVP... If Carr's in, Alave goes for 100 again. If Jameis is in there... It's Alave again. AK. You got that shit backwards, dude. I don't care. He doesn't throw to AK. (laughs) (laughs) All he does is throw to the safeties. That's all he does. He throws to safeties. That was the criticism last year is that he didn't... If if Jameis plays, Carr is going... Not Carr. Alave is going to eat because he's going to do nothing but throw YOLO balls when he doesn't have to. Right. Dude, I hope not. I, it's going to happen. It's Jameis, dude. That's all he does. But let me just say this. I hope Carmichael just gives it to AK 30 times for 60 yards for a win. Man, how many drinks have you had? You think he's going to use Kamara? That motherfucker couldn't throw it to him one time last year. Jameis is not going to throw it to Kamara. I'm fully aware of that. I'm saying we're going to so run the fucking... you think Jameis isn't going to throw it? 
Well, you said run if it's the fuck of the ball. The, okay, so OMVP not from okay. All right, right. Well. I think Carr and Alave keep connecting if Carr plays. That's what I'm saying. If Jameis plays, I hope our game plan is Taysom and AK instead of Jameis. Um, and I'm gonna say AK gets a TD. And, You're giving Carmichael a lot of credit on that one. 80 yards. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe, but whatever. Um, <laughs> defensive, I'm going to go with Granderson. Two sacks. I almost pick, oh. almost pick Granderson. Completely coming back on the season after a six, seven-week hiatus. Sets up Two sacks. Him. Either way, no yeah. matter who starts a quarterback. It's a good matchup. All right, Max, you're up. All right, I'm going back and forth on this. I'm sticking to my guns. I said I'm yeah, not. You said I'm not picking them to win for the rest of the year. You did say that. The fucking Panthers are going to win this game. Yes. Bryce, it's, look, Bo- it's entirely possible. Bryce Young is going to look. Jameis is, is more than likely playing. I have no faith. I have very little faith in Derek but, Carr. I have almost no faith in Jameis. It's like I say, if we continue the model, even if we have full strength, Real we're quick. just as likely to lose to a bad team exactly. as we are to, to beat, a, fans out beat there. a good team. Max was once Jameis's biggest fan, yeah, yeah. and he has completely abandoned him. <laughs> I have. Take notes. I, I am. I am. I am out I on Jameis. <laughs> I, just, I told y'all at the begin before the season started. I explicitly stated. I went on a rant about this. You came around. I agree. Keeping Jameis on the team was that the is. biggest fucking mistake we could possibly make. It's fine. You know what? If Carr wasn't going to be like confident against Jameis, then we had nothing. I'll say this real quick before you jump in. <laughs> it, put it this way: we have nothing for, for anybody that's, true. that's still listening. He failed. N- we don't have a quarterback good enough to be in on. Okay. Exactly. Everyone's like, I'm out on James. I'm out. I'm on out car. on the entire QB you know, room. I don't care who you're out on because that's the only option you kind of have. Yeah. All right. Like you have to be out on one of them because we don't have one good that. enough to be in on right I now. Can agree now with come that. out, come out. Let me finish my hot take. Anyway, but finish the thing. Finish the thing. Panthers, like Panthers, Panthers, twenty Saints, seventeen. We're gonna uh, flip. Same score. <laughs> we're gonna flip what happened in that first game. Are that's you calling I, a groupie miss though? That's the move. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's that there, the there was, There's going to be a groupie miss. Chance to tie at the end. <laughs> yeah, but then we'll get the ball back and have a chance, and then Jameis is going to chuck an interception. He's going to, yeah, an INT. Straight to somebody. All right. Offensive MVP, I'm going Kamara. Kamara did not play in the first game because he was suspended. That's Punching right. people. Yeah. I'm going to say Kamara has over 100 total yards. Whoa, all right. Again. All right. And I think Kamara has. Does he score? What did I say? I said we were going to have 17, 17 points. Kamara's going to have one touchdown. Olave's going to have the other one. But Kamara's right. going to have more yardage, so I'm going to go with Kamara as the MVP, the okay. offensive MVP. I do think Olave does have a long touchdown. Jameis is going to it's going to be a beautiful – it'll probably be like a Hail Mary to end the first half. It'll be a deflection off of a defensive back's helmet. Yes. Very, very well stated. It's going to be a deflection off the defensive back's helmet. Uh, defensive MVP – I am going to go with. Oh man, this one's tough. You know what? We're gonna throw a curveball here. Go Howden. Just make me happy. <laughs> hey. No. <laughs> it can. I am gonna say Isaac Yadam. He got okay. bad last week too. I know, but here's why: because Debo is acting in the number one cornerback role right He's now. Doing He's doing it in too. A, he did it this he's week. He's doing it. Yeah. 
But I think he's going to continue to do well, so Bryce is going to avoid him. What's he do? He gets a pick. I think Yadam gets a pick. Okay. Bryce, yeah, Bryce ain't precise enough to. I like that. You know, he's gonna he could have good passes, but he's wild. Now still. I do think I do think Bryce is going to cook in this game. He's going to have his best game of the season. All right, tell me what that is because that's insanity. Tell me what tell me what cook means. <laughs> Bryce has what? I'm writing that down too. We're going to bring this up. 200 passing yards. We're bringing this up. No, 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 that's no, not cooking. No, that's you not can't cooking. do that. For that's him? not cooking. That's What's not he cooking. do to us? Bryce Cooks. I'm writing it down. I'm going to say 275. Jesus. Good Lord. 275, three touchdowns. Who's oh, no. Two t- three touchdowns and a missed extra point who's, to give it to the 20. Who's catching the ball for that much on their team? That's the wildest take of the season. That I know. Might... Hey, we're getting right, we're getting wild. It's, it's towards it's the end. Yeah, tis the season. Max has given up. That's where we're at. Dar yeah. Saint has given <laughs> up on the Saints, guys. He thinks Bryce Young is going to cook us. Uh, Bryce yeah, Young yeah. is going to cook us. Well, Dar, Dar Saint Max will never give up, but it's, it's at the point where uh, they're, they're making him crazy. I'm a man of my word. Three I said I will teams. not pick this fucking team again. What's he got? Nine all year. He's if they lose three. to the Falcons, what's he got? Nine. Well, ten. What's he got? That would be a very saintsy thing to happen. I did say this is his breakout game. This okay. is going to be. Right. This right. is going to be Who Bryce. The guy, the Falcons. I love the call. That's a great call. This Let's is going to be Bryce coming out and saying, "You know what? C.J. Stroud's been getting all the hype, as he should, as he should." But he's going to say, "You know what? I was the first pick. I'm going to show a little bit of a glimpse into what they possibly have with me." Okay. I, I think Jonathan Mingo, that wide receiver from Ole Miss, they got in the second round. He's, he's going to pop up. And that was a, a good pick. That guy's going to really be good. good. Uh, we said that. Yeah. I don't know if it was on here or separate, but that was a good pick. That was by a really them. good pick. Now let me say this about the Panthers: they have they they're they're playing, they're fighting because they have nothing to fucking tank for. The interim coach complex. Well, here's the yeah. that they plus, don't get a pick. They, they don't, don't get a pick. They don't get a pick. It's they don't get a pick. The they have gone. no reason to go half ass. Which makes their last few losses even more impressive. It makes it sadder. It makes it way <laughs> yeah, sadder. Yeah, like they're trying. And look, they've been Carolina in. Carolina fans, we're super sorry. They're not going to get like, shit for all that. Hey, yeah. they've been in the last couple of games. They had a they had a chance not this past week, the week before. But to, Max, imagine being 1-10 in 10 and realizing you don't have a first round. I know, that would be awful. That is That's the terrible. worst situation in history. We talked about it before. Well, it was almost bad. Look, last year we had the 10th pick and we didn't have it. That sucked. You know what's funny is like Chicago did it for Trubisky and then was like, let's do the opposite. And then they did it to him. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Yeah. They're like, that didn't work. They were let's about do to the get, exact opposite. They were about to get Caleb Williams and like Marvin Harrison or something out of it, depending on where they finish. Do you think they take Caleb? I don't think they do. I think they take him. Why are you going to pay Justin Fields? He's, he's got, you got, you're about to have to pay him. No, I hate Justin Fields. Right, um, so they don't pay him. I don't hate him. I, I wish him nothing but the best. I like Justin Fields. I think he, he, he's not. A, he's not going to be a great quarterback. He's, agree. He's a niche quarterback. Um, with that said, I don't think they take Caleb one. But you never know. This is that point where you either have to shit or get off the pot with Fields. Who else you is in that top him. five other than Marvin and the two quarterbacks? Who else is there? Uh, the offensive lineman from that's Penn who they State. Take. That's who they take. Well, that's who they can take with the other pick. But they can take Marvin and him. But with the two picks. You're fully committed to Fields at that point. Now, keep in mind, that GM did not draft Fields. That's the other thing you got to remember. Fully? I mean, they're going to suck next year. They might be right back to get a quarterback next year. I think... I mean, their offensive line is terrible. We know that. It is, but... The receiving group with DJ Moore with Marvin Harrison becomes elite. Those two might be the best top... The best two together in the league. Who's better? I'm AJ just telling you, man, you got to... Who, who you got? Waddle and uh, Hill? Who's better than DJ and But Marvin? the point is, if you do that, you're rolling with Fields. For a, for at least a year. 
If it's a catastrophe next year, then you regroup and go get it. I don't think they'll get back into the top five with those two receivers. What I'm saying is you have to be dead sold on Caleb. I'm not. I, and, no. and I think I think Max has kind of pivoted back a little bit Caleb's a project. Caleb is not an NFL-style quarterback. He's a very off-schedule quarterback. So you have an off-schedule quarterback. Do you draft an off-schedule quarterback? Here's the deal. Too many people are copying Caleb to Patrick Mahomes. He's not... Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is a fucking unicorn. We haven't seen anything like it. We probably won't see anything like it for years. So he's not Pat Mahomes. He is damn good. There are a few things that give me pause on saying he's a slam dunk. Ego being one. Mahomes does not have that at all. Uh, Ego, but also like release time. I mean, he doesn't. Well, he holds on to the ball. He too doesn't long. throw the ball. The That's back what of I kept saying to Max it's all season. Like, like, go watch. He does not get the he's ball. He's not a out. decision maker. That right. you have to be a decision maker in the well, NFL. Well, he plays. He plays schoolyard football. Right, right. and that, that does Doesn't not work. work in the league. That's what Justin Fields is. And I don't think it can be taught. Quite honestly, I mean, if you haven't been at a point where it's routine and, and instinctual for you to hurts. like make a call after two seconds, then I don't see how you learn that. To Even be honest, Jaylen I don't think he can't do it. He just likes to run around. He's trying to hit the big play all the time. You don't get that He needs a coach like Sean Payton. He doesn't see. He needs someone like that he's got an offensive coach he doesn't see it no 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 in the nfl he needs someone lincoln yeah. riley's just yeah, let him go out there and play the in the nfl he needs someone who's going to get there and hold him to task and say you're going to fucking learn how to all do i'm this. saying is this you take caleb number one that is a massive risk yep especially yep. with fields on your roster because well this would be predicated on them trading fields and what do you get for fields what do you think you get for fields if they do that god it depends on how they how he finishes the season i think right now what team? What team that Falcons. thinks? Yeah, but what? Yeah, like a team like that. What team? Do Hometown you th- team. What team do you think gives up that first round pick? I don't think a- you. I don't even think you need a first. You could probably get him for a second and a third, maybe. Mm. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. It's a tough it's- one, but look, and we're gonna have time to debate it in the off season. And we're going to have some fun with this offseason. I just can't. But I'm all all rowdy. The point no, of that whole conversation. What, I hope it is. It's a great episode. Uh, the, the only point is what happened to the Panthers' strategy and how you can fuck up the rebuild process. If Bryce does not progress, this is a poster case scenario of how to screw it up. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You've mortgaged multiple years of draft. You don't have a franchise quarterback that you thought you were getting. Your roster has suffered because you traded an, a Pro Bowl receiver. It's... Out of all For of, all the Saints fans, yeah. this is what it looks like when you mess it up. This is what could go wrong. And look, that is, that is a great point. It, 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 the Panthers are cautionary tale for every team, especially including us. Once you decide to pull the ripcord on your coach, I mean, it, it's all no, up time out. Time There's out. no guarantees. The Texans will also show you the opposite side. Sure. That when you fire your coach. Oh, no, there's not success. And you get you the know. second pick and you get C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, they yeah, got two top five picks. It helped that the Deshaun Watson traded. trade was a home run. Another precautionary tale yeah. that we dodged, everybody. Yeah. We think Derek Carr's bad. Imagine having the Deshaun Watson contract right now. And, and the, That's way worse. The Texans waited through the wilderness for a long time before they got to the position they they're in. They have sucked forever. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just... There's no guarantee of success just because you get rid of the guy who's bad. Doesn't mean there's. That's well, you have to take your swings. We, we got to fire him. We have to, but Correct. it's. But, but it's also a, a point where it's like Loomis has, besides Sean Payton, he has not done a head coaching search worth a shit ever. He hadn't okay. had to. He the got DA thing, So it's like, so Correct. hold on to your shit because thing, this is when things get. Here's one for you, Corey. Unknown. This is one I brought up to Max, but I want to bring up to you. 
We talk about going to chase that quarterback in the draft. Tell me the team that has chased the quarterback, not sat still, where it's worked out in the last 10 years, where you gave up draft capital, big draft capital, you went up, you got your guy. Where's it worked? Name well, it's not, it's not big draft capital, but the Chiefs, they went up and got Mahomes. But they, it's not, they it's gave not, up nothing. They gave not, up nothing. But they, they still went up from the 20s, and they went up to what, pick 12, 10? 10. 10. 10. Yeah, so, I mean, no, it, look, it was a trade-up. It doesn't. It doesn't fall under the. Let's give up three first round right. picks. It's but, not what we're talking about. But it is a team that went into the top ten to go get a quarterback. Yeah, it's hard. To, and it worked out. It's hard. It, it worked out tenth. better than anything. They ever. went to tenth. We're not talking. Well, the top. chase usually involves giving up so many. Like, well, no, buy- a chase could be just moving up fifteen spots, which is roughly well, what I they think did. What, you, what you're referring to is like he's giving, referring to giving the, up multiple yeah. valuable assets. Like that usually that rarely pans out. Um, For better or worse, Pat was not considered the top quarterback in that draft, or top three, or he was third. Four, what was he? Third quarterback picked in that draft. Baker that was right? first in that draft. Baker, right? Trubisky, was no. he third? Or Josh Allen? No, not Josh Allen. No, that's a that different, different draft. Mahomes was the Kamara year, 2017. What? Um, and the Baker's Lattimore 18. Year. What was 17? Trubisky. Trubisky. And who else? There was somebody else. Trubisky was the only one that went ahead of him. Who was number one that year? No, you're right. Uh, fuck. I feel like somebody it? was number one. Could the Bears? Yeah. Um, it was Baker. No, Baker, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen. Rosen was 10th. Darnold was third. Yeah. Baker was one and Lamar was 32nd. Yeah, that was. That's that. That's a different year. That's a different That's the Marcus year. Davenport year. They're all those quarterbacks you just mentioned. Lamar was Davenport. Lamar was Mahomes Lamar was Davenport. Or? No, Lamar was Davenport because we okay. traded you're up right. and you're everybody right. thought right. we were going for Lamar. You're right. Um, who was it? There's one more. I feel like so, Josh Allen. Josh Allen was the 18. He was no. Shit. Who was? Kyler was 18, right or 19? Was he 19? Jesus. Kyler was the year after Rosen and Baker. So was it Kyler and Trubisky? What draft is this? Seventeen. This is 2017 draft. This is Alvin Kamara draft for sure. Marshawn Lattimore, right? Yeah. Um, what, what was the question that got us here? We're trying to figure out who the other quarterback, who the other was, quarterback when was. Trubisky went second. I don't know. I feel like uh, Trubisky. Somebody, no, somebody right. listening to this Mahomes right now was second quarterback. Yeah, yeah, Mahomes was second quarterback. Trubisky went second, and that's another cautionary we tale. Garrett and. Good That's fair. Good, Good pick. pick. <laughs> um, Trubisky is another cautionary tale of trading capital to get there. Chicago messed up, and they went the reverse, and it's going to change their team. You watch. Well, time out, though. Let's let's be fair. It's two different GMs. Deshaun was two picks after Mahomes. The thing is, you time out, though. It's two different GMs. The first one that picked Trubisky was former Saints Pace. golden child, Ryan Pace, Ryan Pace yeah. who every local media person told us is the next great GM for another team. We need to keep him in the building. False. He was fucking terrible. Yeah. He is the one who drafted Mitch Trubisky, who didn't do shit in college. Yep. Yeah, I, I love the ACC. You guys know this. I watched the ACC. He didn't do a fucking thing. So hey. the new GM for Chicago, I think his name's Ryan Poles, he is the one who has orchestrated this fantastic turnaround from last offseason onwards. So, yeah. I mean, that was a crazy Cautionary draft, tales man. about teams doing what they did to get Bryce Young, who were playing this week. And, yeah. So again, it's too soon to write the book on Bryce Young. Yeah, you know oh, that, yeah, that, team, sure. that team and sucks. All we, but all off. we know is that 
You're calling it to be his breakout game. I am calling it because also, I am sticking to my guns. I will stay with what I uh, said a week ago. Everyone rooting for us to fail, be careful. It doesn't always work out failing. No, it's it doesn't. There's no reason to so, root for your team. Root yeah, exactly. for us to win. If we don't win, let's hope we pick the right. And pick look, and we. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the episode with this. I am not just because I picked the Panthers to win. I am not rooting for the right. Saints to lose. I don't think we have what it takes to fucking win the game we're supposed to win at home, yeah. especially if Jameis is playing. So, yeah. but with that, that one went a little bit longer than expected. Um, in a good way. Yeah, you got a lot of uh, detailed information on draft strategy and Alvin Kamara Hall of Fame, all that stuff. So we'll do a few more episodes like this, you know, where we can just kind of go off and just riff on different topics. We'll, but we'll save that for the off season. So other than that, let's see what happens this weekend. Who that? Boom.